Choo-choo, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Brightcast by Shipwright. We are coming to you live from uh, Amtrak, episode two of our Amtrak adventures, cross-country, Boston to Chicago to Emeryville, California. We're on train number two. We are here with Shipwright, of course. Hello. And his unsufferable sidekick, Holly Ulrich. <laughs> recording in our Br- brilliant sound studio, also known as uh, Roomette number six. Right, of Car 523. Uh, of car 523 on the California Zephyr. So, sweetie, what did we miss in our last episode? Yeah, so if you missed the last episode, we suggest you go back and listen to it. We did forget to mention that as we were coming out of Boston, we got to witness part of the Boston Marathon. So we're, 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 we're flying cool. along, and, and there are a whole bunch of people running, and we said, oh, isn't that nice? Look at this. Oh, must so be a little cute. marathon. And then all of a sudden, it kept going. Wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. What's the date today? Today, the Boston <laughs> Marathon. But what was really fun is it was cool because there were a lot of people running. and then a lot. But the train conductor was giving little hoots, at, toot, 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 all along. Toot, 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 along the whole route. And it was fun because all of the people running were like throwing their hands up, like cheering and waving. And I felt like it gave them little boosts of inspiration to hear the train conductor honking his horn at them. Which, as you heard from the last episode, we did not realize how many yeah. times a train will yeah. be honking. Well, what I learned, within a quarter of a mile of an intersection, um, they have to give two long bursts, and then a short one, and then another long one. Yeah, that's a good point. So if you've ever heard a a train blowing its horn, it's not just some random. It's actual, like, code. Yeah. Two long, one short, one, one long goes... I'm bigger than you. Get yeah. out of the way. Yeah, right. Well, it's like boats, too, because boats have certain mm-hmm. horn blasts, and yes. um, so trains do, too. And when I went in, in the Navy, I went through surface warfare school, mm-hmm. and we did four months of navigation. Uh, right before our final exam, the old crusty chief petty officer came out and said, all right, and swines, uh, here it is. It's the law of gross tonnage. If it's mm-hmm. bigger than you, get out of the That's way. That's right. There That's you right. Go. But let's go back. And uh, so we ended up in Chicago yep. at Union Station. Yep. This afternoon we uh, we went to Chicago Union Station. Beautiful station, oh by the God. way. The architecture. Really beautiful mm-hmm. architecture. It's an enormous station. We got there, and ship's highlight of his day so far has been being able to shower in Union Station, which I gotta say, not a lot of people do, and I didn't really care about, but you were so excited about wanting to take a shower, and whatever makes my delicate flower happy <laughs> makes me happy. Oh my God. So if you <laughs> if you get a day pass, or if you're in a sleeper or business class, you, you get access to the Metropolitan Lounge yeah. in Chicago. And I'm gonna tell you, uh, I've, I've, I've done long flights where you get to an airport, and the lounge there, you've got a connection, maybe it's in two hours, and if you can go and take a shower, I'm, I'm telling you, it is a your rebirth. Today, you did the, that. I did that, and because yeah. uh, I read that they had showers, and I, yeah. honest to God, I wasn't thinking it was going to be that great. Yeah. The showers were magnificent. One of those big Pristine. round rainforest nice. heads. It was clean. It was oh my God, it was yeah. wonderful. 
And the nice thing was that I don't know if somebody messed it up ahead of time or if they just clean it between each person or what, but they cleaned it. They had you wait while they cleaned it. And then you said the lady's going to come looking for you. And she did. She came looking for you yeah. and, and she said, it's clean and ready for you now. Pro and tip. Pro tip number two of this trip is, is uh, if you can, if you've got a long trip and you've got a, uh, a layover, showering, shower, is man, bring. And I guess if you're a female, like just wear a shower cap or tie your hair up because, I mean, as a woman, I think, oh, showering, then I got to do my hair and my hair, especially those rain showers are nice if you don't plan on getting your, well, I I'm, mean, if you're going to get your hair wet, but if you're a woman and you don't have a lot of time. You don't have time to blow dry your hair and curl it or straight okay. iron it and all that, all right. so you got to, like... Feminine pro tip of, at 2.5. Yeah. Also, speaking of pro tips, we spoke about cleaning the windows in the last one. Um, side note, our windows in this one are very clean. Well, tell us about the difference between the, the, the room we're in now or the yeah. car we're in. Mm -hmm. So the first one was just a single layer. Um, is what I'm calling it. But the second one, we are Just like in, only one floor. Yeah, like one floor. The second, this car that we're in now for the California Zephyr is a double-decker. So there's two floors to it. Not the room itself, but the train has two floors on each cart. And so we are in the upper level. And we're sitting here a little higher up looking out over the beautiful view of the fields and stuff and in uh, in where are we what state are we in <laughs> Illinois <laughs> Illinois going thank you. towards Iowa yes we're in Illinois um, and and our our little room is a bit smaller than it was last time no, so yes so the last room was not really it was old the train was older this train is newer however there's smaller things about it the Unfortunately, on the upper bunk, um, there's not a window. In the last one, there was a window, so when I was up at night, I could just lay and watch out the window, which was amazing. Oh, what are we here? And so, which was amazing. So, we we don't have that this time. Um, there's not as many controls for the air, and um, there is... A, there is no toilet in this one, which is okay Yay. with us. We don't need that. And there is a toilet right down the hall, yeah, which is great. Two doors away, which is fantastic. Yeah, which is nice. And As our, opposed to two cars away. Right. Yep. And our attendant is a lovely lady named Rita. And she sleeps here on the in, in the same car, level we cart are. with us. Yeah, she's on the just same a level. room or two down. Yep. And she's fantastic so far. She's mm. a great lady and... So tell us, uh, tell, so we did a little exploring, mm -hmm. uh, on the what train. did we go see? Yep. So we went to go see the, uh, the dining car, which is very nicely done. We're very excited about it. And then we got to see the observation car as well, which is, um, a whole car with the upper part of it is, uh, big windows for That go for wrapping over the roof. Yeah. So it's not just like regular windows. The roof it yeah, goes right up to the sky. Yeah. So it's a beautiful car. Um, it was full already. And then below that is the, um, what's it called? The, uh, the cafe. cafe car. I want to call it bar car, but hey, I'm partial to bars. Cafe car. And there's um, some snacks being sold down there. and Beer and wine, adult beverages, yep. along with like hot dogs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yep. So it's it's cute. It's it's comfortable. It's fun. We're enjoying ourselves so far. We're You know, I'll tell you what. The room is tight. 
it's lengthwise it's the same same length but widthwise it's a lit in height it's a, a, a tad smaller mm -hmm. but I don't care Great. so we're back in the dining car so when we walk through first of all it's set with linens there are vases with fresh flowers yes, on them. Roses. And, and and a woman came through we got our briefing on oh, things yes. and uh, we made a dinner reservation because mm -hmm. if you're in a sleeper mm -hmm. or a, a deluxe sleeper you know they come you you get a you get a reservation mm -hmm. in the dining room because you paid for it I'm gonna interrupt you for half a second um, because we talked in the last episode about how the food was uneventful and unmemorable it's the opposite. Yes. And Ship is going to explain why it's the opposite. So, we first of all, you get a, a complimentary adult beverage, soft beverages are complimentary. But here you go. You ready? You get a, uh, it's a three-course dinner you get to choose from. Uh, you, you can have appetizers, a lobster crab cake, a green chili cheese tamale, mixed green salad with baby brie. That's your appetizer. For the entrees, you got your Amtrak signature flat iron steak, pan-roasted chicken breast, grilled Atlantic salmon, tortellini with pesto cream, yum! And then for desserts, you got a flourless chocolate torte, or a Philadelphia cheesecake, or a carrot cake. The thing that's different here versus on the other train, the other train, this stuff was all pre-made and then they just heated it up as best they could. Here, there's actual, they actually cook on the train. There's like a kitchen somewhere downstairs and they cook on the train and it's like real restaurant food from what we understand. So we're very, very excited. I love fancy dining. I love fancy food. And if I could afford to, I would eat fancy food every night of the week. Amen. So uh, we're going to fill you in more, but uh, here we are on the California Zephyr. Yes. Heading west. Two nights. Very uh, excited. Yeah, very excited. I love this. Our, our, so it is Tuesday right now, mm -hmm. and we're supposed to end up in Emeryville, California, which is part of Oakland, which is San Francisco area. And we're supposed to get there Thursday. a little after 4 p.m. on Thursday. Yeah. Let's, we'll, see it. we'll see if we're on time. But if we're not, it's okay. Yeah. And if any of the, your listeners have not ever heard of Slow TV, oh. I learned from about this from listening to a podcast one day they were talking about slow TV and it fascinated me and so then I went on YouTube and I googled slow TV and it started in, in Norway what is it and it's it's where they literally stick a camera on the front of a train and recorded the train ride from point A to point X it's, it's all in live time and and there's no commercials there's no nothing exciting there's no music no nothing it's all just live I introduced you to it and we we love to turn slow it's TV one of the, on. It's one of those programs you put on in the background when you're yes. doing other stuff. And okay. then you can look over at it or you can ignore yeah. it, whatever. And it's wonderful because you look and you go, oh, look at the view right now. Oh, look at the waterfall. Oh, look. And it's like, it's relaxing. And it's really taken off in Norway and in many parts of the U.S. Many, uh, well, and, and, and all, all over the, the world. world. Yeah. Right. Chains. And and there's one, uh, there, there one up, up in Finland yeah. with the Sami, uh, where they're with their caribou. Uh, yes, going, yes, 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 uh, yes. Oh, this is so north of the Arctic many. Circle. It's yep. very cool. Yep. So there's so many. So if you're if you're tired of watching like um, TV that gets your senses hyped, which I I really am tired of it. Slow TV is amazing. So, anyways, getting back to why I'm bringing this up. 
being on a train like this and just shutting off your electronics and sitting and looking out the window is like it's real-time slow TV it's it's so wonderful to just sit and watch the world go by I am loving it <laughs> all right hey well listen uh, we're gonna check back in with you we'll be going through Omaha tonight and then uh, uh, Utah and we end up in Denver it's supposed That's to be the post supposed to be May yeah Zay. they yeah. say it's the, the prettiest uh, most scenic most scenic most scenic train ride in the country yeah. so we'll check in with you okay Hey everyone, here's a quick word from Anchor.fm, which is one of my sponsors. They provide me the tools to keep this broadcast free. Thank you. So we woke up on after our first night on the California Zephyr, somewhere in Nebraska, I think, mm. or eastern Nebraska, and on our way into Denver, where we got in, um, I think we were delayed a little bit by some freight trains. We were supposed to be in earlier in the morning. We got in around 10 a.m. Yeah. So uh, we pull into Denver, which is a major stop there. Let some people off, brought some people on, and then the excitement was building because the section uh, following Denver is, well, you'd say. Yeah, so I've, I, we did some research on it. Um, watched a bunch of videos, my favorite little couple on YouTube and done a bunch of research. And the, the section after Denver for about four hours is supposed to be the most scenic uh, ride in the country. Just so you, you leave Denver and then you, you're going a little bit north first and then you start heading into the mountains. And mm -hmm. it's a slow climb, but as you look back, you can see the skyline of Denver. Oh, yeah. And there's a number of switchbacks as we gain altitude. And it's probably the quickest, fastest gain of altitude uh, in the entire trip we've been in the shortest amount of time. Yeah. And, and it gets very interesting very quickly because you know, you're going through some of these tunnels and then you come out and there's just a big gorge down below mm -hmm. you. There's so much to look at. You, no matter which side of the car you're, you're sitting at, you're looking up through the glass, you're looking up the to the mountains above you, you're looking down the cliffs below you, you're looking across to the other side of canyons and mountainsides. And it's just, it's incredible. I mean, the, the colors of the hillsides uh, and the rocks and the formations, and it's just absolutely amazing. And looking for wildlife. We saw a couple eagles. We saw some deer. We're on the lookout for moose. They said we we're in moose country, but we never did see any. So as we go uh, along, you uh, you gain the altitude. Then you start cutting through the canyons mm. uh, and some areas where uh, there's no roads. The only form of transportation is, is Amtrak. Yeah, I love that. I love being able to go through things that nobody else would see unless they're on the train. That's right. I mean, I love that. There are areas that we went through that had that we were following the highway. Um, in fact, we're following the highway right now too. We see some roads down below, but we, you know, you're following the highways and you see the cars driving and you go, okay. But the areas that we could go through, that there was nothing, unless you're a wild animal or you're on an Amtrak train, you're not going to see it. And that was very special to me. But the guys did point out to us the like the trail on the other side of the oh, canyon. Oh yeah, yep. There was a trail that was. Uh, what did they say? It used to be used for the um, mail. Ma it was used for mail delivery in what the. 1800s? Goes back farther than that. 
it was the original trail that the pioneers would come yes. through. That's And then when the Amtrak people came in to yep. start building, they accessed the area via Using that. Those trails. And now they're used as hiking trails. Just it's for, you know, any hiker can use these same trails. But it's like you think about the fact that if you're a hiker using those trails, you're using the same trails that the pioneers used 100, 100 years ago or more. That's cool. Well, if you're going to be hiking that trail, don't rely just on your uh, cell phone because there's a whole oh. lot of areas where there's no cell phone oh, reception. Yeah. Bring a sat phone if you want to have any <laughs> communication with the outside Bring world. A compass. So some of the areas that they talk about, uh, Gore Canyon, Upper Gore Canyon. Upper and Lower Gore lower, And then there was, was a Bryce Canyon you go through. Going through there and you're looking down at the raging waters and, you know, the train tracks are right on, on the edge of the, uh, of, of the cliff, if you will. I mean, the, the views are just gorgeous. Yeah. And then as we started getting, uh, you know, kind of over the continental divide, mm-hmm. you could see the waters flowing in different direction. Yep. And then as we, we kind of started coming out of it, as we towards Glenwood Springs especially, mm-hmm. we there's a highway there. Yep. And uh, there are a bunch of kayakers. Yeah, there's a lot more activity. There were kayakers, there were um, uh, fly fishermen, plenty of people um, in like boats, uh, probably fishing excursions or whatnot, fly fishing excursions. So that was kind of neat to see the the people down on the river waving up at us, taking pictures of the train coming by or video, kind of fun. Fun for us, fun for them. So that was that was pretty neat to go from being total wilderness to then being in an area that was definitely um, used for recreational activities. Coming out of that and being in the more expansive landscape. So we, as we came out of the canyon sections, if you will, we came into Glenwood Springs. Yep. We pulled in, and you're going to hear from our our attendant here in our car. I'm here with Rita, our lovely attendant here on the California Zephyr. Uh, Rita, how long have you been doing this? Seven years. Seven years. Wow. And do, are you always on the California Zephyr? No, I go different places. Sometimes I'm on the Texas Eagle, Lake Shore Limited, Empire Builder. But most of the time I work I, I work on the California Zephyr. Now, when you go to work, are you on like three or four days and off a couple of days? Uh, I used to have the regulars, eight days on, six days off. But now I'm back on the board. Sometimes I have two days off. It depends. Sometimes four days, five days, six days. It depends. When they need me, they call us. Well, the scenery's been beautiful. Does it ever get old? Uh, of course. This area, no. It's always nice. <laughs> this area, on the Colorado area. Gotcha. This is the best scenery of the California summer. Great. Well, you're doing a great job. Thank you. You're welcome. So I didn't really have a lot of time to interview Rita, which I wanted to, only because uh, it was during one of the stops at uh, Glenwood Springs. And it, it's, there was only like a four to five minute stop, and I didn't want to take her away from her duties. Uh, but she has been an absolute delight. So, uh, Hal, we, we, we get, get back on the train at Glenwood Springs. Mm-hmm. And then we continued on, heading west. We saw some amazing uh, changes in, in the landscape coming through from, you know, going from the canyons uh, and rock and, and pine forests to the open, more expanse and uh, being into an agricultural area, a little drier, um, but also just the areas that they were farming. There was lots of fruit trees. We saw lots of, oh, we heard the conductor say there were peach trees and apple trees. Uh, we, we To be honest, 
I couldn't tell the difference between what's what. I know an apple tree when I see one. Some of the other trees I didn't really know. And to be honest, it's spring. It is still spring, so they didn't really have a lot of buds. But there were um, flowers. They were flowering, and they were beautiful. Grand Junction area is known for its uh, agriculture. I mean, its production of fruits. Uh, it, it's a big uh, fruit-producing area. So coming out of the the canyons and just seeing the changes in geology, uh, and just as you're going through, to me, I envisioned it felt like being in like a John Wayne movie or one of the old cowboy Indian movies in the Wild Wild West, where you have you know a, a cowboy riding on his horse through this open spans of terrain, seeing these buttes uh, that are these different color rock formations and very dry, arid areas, but also in the rock formations you have the strat stratifications, bifurcations, I forget what the vacations are called. <laughs> Ship, help me out. What is it called? Stratifications. Stratifications. Thank you. He's good with the big words. <laughs> um, no, so the stratifications in the rocks. Which so as Holly said, for the rest of the day, we, we traveled west into the classic landscape of the Old West with the looming buttes, the stratification of the rocks that told a story of ancient geology. Uh, we enjoyed ourselves that evening for dinner again. It was going to be our last night on the California Zephyr, as tomorrow we are supposed to be in to Emeryville slash Oakland, California by the end of the day. And once again, just enjoying the slow life of a train and being able to enjoy the landscape of it all. And quite frankly, to be able to enjoy each other's company. So thanks again for being here. We appreciate you listening. Our next episode will be our last day on the California Zephyr. We really do appreciate you being aboard. Thanks so much.